0: Listen up, Sydney. Hey! There's a new kid in town. Mick Malloy has come to play with the big boys. And there's no bigger boy than the king of the West, the Wild Panther, MG. So buckle up. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Mick and MG in the morning. <laughs> what could go wrong? Well, the worst kept secret is after... And about, and I'm talking about the older woman who took Prince Harry's virginity in a field behind a busy pub, has been revealed. She's outed herself uh, out of fear that uh, they're going to work it out anyway. Her name's Sasha Walpole. Now, (laughs) uh, before we get into the weeds on this one, uh, Tasha stayed in the studio to help us out. I would like to uh, play the excerpt from Prince Harry's book Spare, where he talks about this incident.
1: I suspected he was referring to my recent loss of virginity. inglorious episode with an older woman. She liked horses quite a lot and treated me not unlike a young stallion. Quick ride, after which she'd smacked my rump and sent me off to graze. Among the many things about it that were wrong, it happened in
2: a grassy field behind a busy pub.
0: Um, I don't mind that story, but could I have it now with uh, the music <laughs> I asked you to put under it? I
1: suspected he was referring to my recent loss of virginity. Oh, yeah. Inglorious episode with an older woman. She liked horses quite a lot and treated me not unlike a young stallion. Quick ride, after which she smacked my rump and sent me off to graze. Slow down, One of the Harry. many things about it were wrong. It happened in a grassy
0: field behind a busy pub. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 on the bass, Barry like White. That. Bit of Barry White. Yeah. Not bad at all. Uh, Tash, what? Who's this woman? What do we know about her?
3: Sasha is a digger driver. A what? A digger oh. driver.
0: Uh, Gold digger driver, yeah. possibly. Now,
3: yeah. she's had to come out and say she was the one that took Harry's, yeah. Prince Harry's virginity, but there's a lot of controversy saying, should have Prince Harry called her and said, hey, I'm going to talk about you in the book, and he's right. outed her. And she's being deemed as the older woman. She wasn't actually that much older. Harry alleges he Can was... Can I just say this? I yeah. think
0: it's a great thing that someone from that family is choosing older women. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll find yeah. the other one. Andrew, listen up, mate. Prince Andrew... Uh, let's go up <laughs> if we could. Yeah. Isn't this a positive thing? I think so. This is good news. Uh, yeah, this it's... is good news for the royal family. No, no, <laughs> they should put it out there. I mean, not all a bunch of pervs. Okay, far away. You're so so, shit. and you're, she's not that older. It's two no, years. Was two but years. I had someone like Camilla in my head. You know, like yeah. older, older, Yes, very much older. Mum. So it's a bit Rich. of a it's a bit of a dud. Uh, this story. Tell me this. Did he rub ointment on his todger before? He had sex with that I don't that think park. he had enough time. Now, uh, I just, he might, just might have had to afterwards.
1: <laughs> he, he might have been like he how he reads the audiobook, like very fast. Like he's just he, he doesn't stop for breath, does he?
0: Well Alleg- <laughs> allegedly. So what is so what about so now this is a guy who has made a big deal about respecting his privacy. Yes. Yeah, and so. he's pretty much thrown Passed her under her. a bus, hasn't he? Um, so what's happening? What's the latest? So state of she's play?
3: had to come out and say I was the one that took um, Prince Harry's virginity. Would we,
1: we, would we have known it was her if, if she didn't come out and say it?
0: Oh, well, I think her yeah, friends uh, the, 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 the friends. The, the English press are pretty good. Yeah. they would have known who was around at that time. She says in an interview, friends of hers had already been contacted and asked so if the, they were the, the girl. The, They're closing in. They were closing in. Yeah. yeah.
3: So she wanted to get on the front foot.
0: Uh, that's what she and did out the <laughs> back of a pub too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wouldn't have given <laughs> a, he's, he's, he's Have you seen the pictures? He doesn't look 17 to no, me, by the way. That 30. boy looks about 12.
3: Apparently he was 16.
0: <sighs> <sighs> Who told <laughs> you no. that?
3: I've read the details. You seem to know
0: a lot I'm about this. A deep dive, you have But
3: she's told all, all during an interview in the UK press and this is what Sasha had to say about the oh, okay. interesting encounter outside the pub. I didn't know Harry was a virgin at the time. He was just a, a quickie in the field. Harry wrote in his book that I gave him a slap on the bum. I gave him a little squeeze as well. It was a bit of fun. He had a teacher bum. <laughs> I've kept this a secret for 21 years. I would never have said anything if he hadn't have put it in his book. I don't mind Harry writing that it was inglorious. It wasn't that glorious. He was drunk and having sex in a field. It's never going to be glorious.
1: After 22 Zambukas, yeah.
0: I beg your pardon? 22 Zambukas. Well, they their, you know. had
3: 10. I've done a deep dive. Oh,
0: oh.
3: <laughs> They're down 10 shots of tequila, Baileys and Booker on a yeah. summer night in July 2001.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's a knockoff for me. That's, that's an entree for <laughs> you. MG <laughs> Big Guy towering over him. Sport Report. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. And so it is! LeBron! Now belongs to LeBron James. I want
1: to step back against very good defense here. Made him earn it, LeBron. You are the NBA's all-time scoring leader.
0: Congratulations, LeBron James. To be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Please give a standing ovation to the to the captain, please. To my beautiful wife my daughter my two boys my friends my boys my family my mother and everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years 20 plus years i just want to say i thank you so much because i wouldn't be me without y'all all All y'all help all y'all passion all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point i would never ever in a million years uh dream this even better than what it is tonight so man thank you guys
1: What a phenomenal effort from uh, LeBron James, who chased down a 38-year record from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. 38,388 points was the record. He eclipsed that yesterday with a, a 38-point haul against uh, OKC, and at 3.56 yesterday, all eyes were on it. So now I suppose, guys, the the, t- the chat turns to the water cooler, chat turns to who is the goat of the NBA, and... Look, recency bias will tell you that LeBron has a lot of fans for those who are probably 30 and, and younger. Um, I know all my kids love Le- LeBron, um, but I th- I still maintain that Michael Jordan changed the way that basketball was played, and all of a sudden, once Michael Jordan started playing above the ring, everyone started to play above the ring, and the endorsements that followed Michael Jordan, I think uh, the players today appreciate exactly what he did for them, but uh, Jordan, thirty points, 30.1 points a game. Um, LeBron, 27.2. Championships, LeBron's won four. Um, uh, MJ's won six. And the points, I think the, the points haul yesterday gets LeBron closer, Mickey, but I still maintain that I think Michael Jordan is the GOAT of, of the NBA.
0: I'd like to put Phil Smythe into that conversation too. Uh, <laughs> what a great, what, what a great comb player. over! He, he, he's the goat when it comes to athletes with comb overs. Uh, it's an interesting one, isn't it? You said it. It's broken down largely on age difference and who was yes. who was supporting who. LeBron James, how old is he now? Can I ask Thirty-eight. You? Thirty-eight. I think his goal is to keep playing. Until his son gets there, so he can play basketball with his son. What an achievement that would be! He's still probably ranked in the top eight to ten players in the NBA. He's probably not in the conversation for the best anymore, but at age thirty-eight, he's still doing it. That's um, an incredible. I, you know what? I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna withhold my opinion because I don't know the game well enough to be honest. Yep. But I know. You're firmly in the uh, Michael Jordan camp, yes?
1: Yes, I am. And cat oh, played, yeah, cat played NBA, uh, well, uh, a uh, very high level in college in America. What's your thoughts?
2: I'm LeBron, but I also generationally, I grew up playing at the same time as LeBron was coming through the NBA, and I just think with his his fourth on the assists ladder as well, so he's a team player, along with all other elite point guards. And when MJ was playing, he was. Training like an elite sportsman. The rest were on the bags, on the whiskeys the night before the game. So LeBron is the athlete of the athletes. So to be that person right now, you have to be the goat
0: because
2: mm. everyone's so athletic now.
0: Why don't we do this? Uh, go, let's go round the sports and say, oh. is there a goat for every particular sport that you can think of, and who is that? One oh, triple I three five it. three, Have you got any ideas that stand out to UMG straight off well, the
1: bat? Okay, well, let's go. I suppose ice hockey. You have got Wayne Gretzky. Um, Gretzky, NFL, the great one. You've got, yeah, you've got probably Tom Brady um, with NFL. You've got Serena Williams. Uh, who, who's the golf in? Who's the the goading golf? Is it Jack Nicklaus well, or is it Tiger?
0: Is it the Golden Bear or Tiger Woods? I you know, I'm always going to say Tiger. But uh, yep, the stats don't lie, do they? Let's do this. Come on, give us a call one two three five three, and we'll uh, name the sport and name the goat. We're asking you: uh, give us the sport and give us the goat. Anthony's on the line. Anthony, who's the? What's the sport and who's the goat?
4: Oh, cricket, and it's got to be the Don, mate.
0: Yeah, it's got to be Don Bradman, doesn't it? It's no, so I'm near him. No yeah, one near. is near him. That. That record, what's what's his average? 99.94. 94 correct weight. And you know what, though? Here's what happened. He got out for a duck in his last innings. He let himself down. He let his country down. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. The great Don Bradman, uh, head and shoulders above the best. You know, you know you're know, in the vernacular when people say he was the Bradman of this or the Bradman yeah, of that. Yeah, right. that's I mean, right. That automatically stamps he was the best. Scott's on the line. Scott, uh, who's the GOAT? G'day, all. Um, Cycling, Lance Armstrong. Oh, now you're no, trying man. to you're trying he'll to you're trying to upset the, the locals, aren't you?
1: <laughs> no, look, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be hitting people on the side of the road with all those people riding their bikes if it wasn't for Lance Armstrong. Even to this day, he's one of his, his podcasts is still listened and viewed by millions. People still loved Lance Armstrong. It's only the the left wing loonies.
0: That don't like Lance Armstrong. Okay, Mate, Lance. How, okay, about, how, how about Scott. the fact that he?
1: How about the fact that he's a he's a yeah. synchronized
0: cheat?
2: Do we want to go back?
0: No, I don't no, think we do. No, I don't think like we do. Yeah. Was he was he Ryan, was he winding us up or was he? just <laughs> <do you> think <laughs> he not, was genuine. Yeah, that, might, that might have been Scott Armstrong. Yeah. Was that <laughs> Scott, <laughs> the last name Armstrong? It's <laughs> his cousin. Anthony is on the line. What's the sport? And Who's the goat, Anthony? Yeah. Hey, good morning, Mick. Uh, a toss-up between Roger Federer with tennis. Um, just apart from the 20 titles, I mean, he yeah. played in that great era. Uh, yeah. But he just did it with such touch and grace and all the rest of it. But the sure, I, I'd guys, like to. I'd like to put Wally Masseur in there too. I yeah. Just feel he was. <laughs> and and until then. All, <laughs> Phil Dent. the, all the back. But, um, but the other one is Walter Lindrum in billiards. Ah, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, but he's good still one. Dominated. He was unbelievable. Uh, you never see him do a lap around the table with his pants around his ankles. He was, the, he was the Bradman of billiards, as they yeah, he say. Was. He genuinely uh, lost it. Let's go past. Oh, I've got this. one for to you, Paul. Mickey. Yes, mate.
1: Got for, what about Heather McKay in squash?
0: Absolutely. Squ- we we don't talk about squash enough. We used to be world champions at squash in this country. We were far yeah. away the best. I'd love to see us return to that. You're right. Uh, very good. Paul's on the line. Uh, sport and the goat, please. Uh, yeah, Valentino Rossi, MotoGP. Yes. Absolutely. I, I cannot uh, agree with you more strongly. He's been around for so long. And he has been successful for so long. When he changed teams, when he left Honda yep. and went to Yamaha, that is one of the greatest efforts of all time and took him took him to a championship. Unbelievable. And He's... you know what? Most most of these guys, when they fall off a bike, are never the same again. If you yeah. ever look at all the greats, it, it dawns on them that, oh, this is quite dangerous. The fact that he was still up until last year riding a bike is incredible. I tell you what, uh, let's go to Jed. From the gong, uh, who's the goat? What's the sport? Surfing, Kelly Slater. Yes. Yeah. I think you might be right there. I yeah. think that's a clear tick. Not a lot of debate has been at his best for so long. And what a great sport to pick. Oh, if you've yeah. got to be the yeah. best at his sport, to me, it would be golf or surfing because, like, <laughs> it, we'll put it this way, if you're 10-pin bowling, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You're inside, you're on a lane, and you're 10-pin bowling. But if you're playing those sports, you can go to the most beautiful, exotic locations anywhere in the world and play your craft. Well played. Uh, Both of you. Glenn's on the line. Glenn, sport and goat, please. Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, I think it's got to be our very own Stephen Bradbury for ice skating. (laughs) 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 And 100 with Andy Lee. That'll be off the back of maths. What a powerhouse night of entertainment that will be. Uh, the Brains, but they've actually developed the show himself. Uh, he's right here with us now. Handy Lee, welcome to the show. to Mickey, hey- MG. MG. Hello, Hello, nice to Congrats to be on. Congrats on the show. Great to have you back.
4: Congrats to you two, By the way, I mean you sounding great in the morning. I, MG, I said to Mick that um, he's my favourite radio voice mm. of all time, besides my voice. <laughs> 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 and there's daylight between first and second. I would have thought so.
0: Absolutely no <laughs> argument there. Um, you came up with the concept for this show, and it's a yes. great show. And it. Yep. Uh, it Rates. What's the classic phrase? Rates its tits off. Yes, that's the one. one That's how we pitch it for for international sales. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I pitched a show the other day, actually. A sidebar. I pitched a show to a network the other day, and it ended up in a pub crawl in Paddington.
4: What? The pitch ended up in a pub crawl?
0: Uh, It wasn't the show, was it? No, no. (laughs) 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 That's how. That's how I got my front bar across the line. (laughs) Tell us about how you came up with the concept, because this is now performed in countries all over the world.
4: Yes. Um, we actually asked the question on the 100. For people who haven't seen it, I've got 100 people on Zoom uh, that represent a cross-section of Australia, all demographics, all parts of, yeah. the, of the country, and we asked them questions to find out how Australia is thinking and feeling about different things and their habits. And one, one time I said, did you sell something that you knew didn't work to, uh, online? <laughs> and and then that's kind of how I felt when I sold this show to
0: Greece. <laughs> I'd love to see the Greek Andy Lee, by the way. He wears a vest. He wears he wears a three-piece suit, <laughs>
4: which I think is probably why theirs rates more than mine. I've got to up my uh, my fashion game. We just sold it to, to Spain as well, Spain, um, which, which, which is great. Uh, but, yeah, interestingly enough, the similar kind of questions come up and, and uh, people share their stories and that never ceases to amaze you what people are um, happy to share. Uh, so
0: you're back. Who are the regulars on this program, please? Uh, we've got... Uh, well, Sophie Monk's joining the cast more regularly. Oh, wow. She's, just, she's great.
4: Uh, she's, so, she's... I think in about... 20 years' time, she's going to say,
0: okay, guys, the whole thing was enacted. I'm the best comedy performer of all time because
4: the things she comes
0: up with okay. are extraordinary. Can I? This is a story that was told to me. And yeah, you can ask on my behalf yes. if this is true, and I won't name who told me the story, Santo Chilera, <laughs> Uh some time ago. <laughs> but he maintains that when Sophie Monk moved from Queensland to Sydney, Mm. She took her TV set with her so she could watch the local Queensland news while she was in Sydney.
4: <laughs> I would I... not be surprised. I will ask her. I will not be surprised. She says. <laughs> and that's why she's so perfect for this show. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, we are talking about, you know, untruths. Lying was the subject. We're talking about, you know, mistruths. Yes. And I said. um... You know, forty-two percent of uh, of Australians lie on what? And she went bed, a bed. Went, no. <laughs> <laughs> Resume resumes <is> the answer. <laughs> you, you know the topic we're talking here, so. But she's extraordinary. She's back, and also we've got a a, uh, a segment called Face the Hunter, which. Look, a few celebrities have come, uh, kindly declined because yeah. I put them out in front of a hundred people, and yes. then the first question is, "How many of you recognise this person?" Oh, so brutal. basically, they get to find out how many do. But Pat Cash joins us tomorrow night oh, yeah. to see how many Australians recognise him.
1: In the recent Australian Open, you were every night you were on with the tennis players and, and yep. Sophie some nights. Um, any tennis players that kind of you, you resonated towards more than others?
4: Um, I always have a good time with Sitsipas. He's good, he's, isn't he? He's always up for a laugh. You know who was fantastic, um, which was surprising, was uh, Denil Mivadev. Mivadev, he was good. Um, well, I saw that, yeah. He had a really good sense of humour, and at the moment, anyone—obviously, the Russians aren't the flavour of the month (laughs) uh, now, flavour of last year. So, um, for him to come in and do it and and, and show a good sense of humour was 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 pretty exciting.
0: We're talking to Andy Lee about the return, the triumphant return uh, of his show, the Hundred Channel Nine, uh, off the back of maths that 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 will. What do they call that? that A good good lead-in? They call that? No, no, no. They're they're their support act.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
3: exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. Will. Booted at home for Channel 9. It's mm-hmm. uh, all the way home. You were saying you got – so you get people, celebrities to come on, and you have to guess. Yeah, so if, a celebrity people, comes oh, – People knows who they are. Yeah, celebrity comes out, and so it's a
4: nerve-wracking time for them because basically I plonk them on the stage, don't introduce them, and say, do you recognize this uh, person, and people have to it, guess. Everyone <laughs> just presume I'm Matt Preston. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> –
0: Oh, we a cravat, <laughs> or Roger right? we'll we'll
4: Yeah, um, I'm going to I'm going to pitch you guys against each other. Sure. A couple of the questions, not all of them, of course, because you have to tune in to see. It, but yep. a couple of the questions: MG versus Mickey. They've been wrestling all day. This is a battle of who knows Australia best. Okay. Sure. First question: How many Aussies? Have been arrested. What percentage of Australia has been arrested? Do you think? Oh, are we just are we were yeah. shifting this to the NRL. We... <laughs> we, <are> we... <laughs> do you mean how many
0: in the we should, studio? We should do an NRL special. 100 NRL players up there to see how skewed the results are. That'd be amazing. No, 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 uh, how how many Australians have been arrested? Is that yep. right? Over what percentage? Yeah. What what percentage? The, what's the percent? What percentage oh, of Australians? Was, I'm going to say, say 18. I'll
4: say 15. It's 10%. MG goes to a 1 oh, nil lead. Okay.
0: Oh, Mickey, are you one of those? Uh, oh, I'm one of them. Uh, yep. I've arrested, yes, yes. I spent four four hours in the cells. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I, I, I I'd I'd no. had two conjugal visits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one else involved, yeah, sadly, is just there? me. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Farmer. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Here's yeah. he,
4: the next one. What percentage of Australians have married or hooked up
0: with a relative? <sighs> oh. Ooh. okay are we talking of Does This is just go to Tasmania, Tasmania Which state they're, they're All about states, all territories all How many states, have hooked all ter- up hooked up with a relative what? Can I st- can I It's got to be under... very low isn't it yeah, It's, it's got to be, be really, really low, low. If I stay on the
4: record you can, marry, you can legally marry your first cousin in
1: Australia Yeah I know you can yeah. I'm right. going to say you you said said
0: that <laughs> emphatically. <laughs> just,
1: well I I've actually my first ever proper kiss was with my cousin
0: Really? Oh, okay. At four to about, <laughs> you know about what? four years use so, so you're you one think? of you're one of the people. Yes. You're one of one yes. percent. I'm going to say one
1: percent. I'm going to say four percent.
4: Oh, it's two oh. percent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey gets that one. This is wow. going down to the wire. This well, is. Well, we we were at my parents' house. See, I I head around there a lot, but they've got all these old photos down the hallway. And I was walking down, and I was, there was a picture of my great grandparents. I was like, on their wedding day. And I was like, Mum, they don't seem all that happy. What? What's? Who are they? Because are your great grandparents? I said, Why aren't they so happy? Because maybe because they're first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I found out in my family. Wow!
1: It was right. a tiebreaker. Wow. We need a tiebreaker. Here right, goes the tiebreaker. Mate, go on, here how, we go.
4: How many Aussies side with Harry and Meghan? Oh,
0: side with Harry and Meghan. I'm going to say what percentage? Thirty-two percent.
4: I'm going to say it's lower than that. I'm going
1: to say twenty-six.
4: Um cat can you get a, like a really crazy big sound effect um, ready yeah, like a go huge, mad. yeah go mad.
0: like uh, So what did you say again Mick? I said 32%. It's 32%. Oh! Oh,
2: this is the only sound effect I have. <laughs>
0: That, nice. that, that comes in handy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey topped it. What wow. the money? What do I win? <laughs> what do you win? What do I win? You
4: get, you get to keep the job for
0: one more day. <laughs> 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 There's a little taste of what to expect. Yep. The 100 with Andy Lee. Thanks for coming on today Andy. See See you champion. The state of the union address was made uh, by Joe Biden. And Natasha Belling joins us uh, to tell us what the biggest talking point out of that whole day was. She'll be all over this. This will be hard-hitting. It'll be political. It'll be a fascinating insight into the day. What happened, Tosh?
3: Uh, I gave us more details about the ongoing uh, relationships with China, but the big story to come out of it was (laughs) Jill Biden, his wife's decision to kiss Vice President Kamala Harris's husband on the lips, and it sparked a lot of debate about (laughs) – we don't mind a kiss or a cuddle. So that's the biggest thing you that's the biggest
1: thing you that's took it. out of this. No,
3: that's what tush. you brought in the meeting.
1: You you are so ch- you're, you're not a Jeez, user tush. anymore. You you you've come to our level and I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's wrong with lip kissing? Yes, nothing.
3: How long oh, have you got? That's because you do it. I don't I'm
0: do it. Sorry. I
1: don't do it. Are, are you a lip kisser? I kiss Mickey on the on the cheek. He did. I, yes. straight, for the first I, I, I'm an affectionate man. You are. I really are. am. And I've always, when I meet and greet someone, I always go for a kiss on the cheek. But if that intended target doesn't deviate and then goes straight, straight to the lip, I go, oh, shit, that's a little, it feels a little bit, you know, awkward, but you can't really get out of it if someone doesn't move their, their,
2: what, so you're going head f- like a bull in a china shop to the lips and then no, we're okay, meant I'm, to move. No, I'm
1: going for the cheek. I'm always going for the cheek. Oh, no, you do It's right in don't. the corner of the oh, mouth. It, it ass. is right
2: <laughs> there. Like, a, right, like you see the lips and then you don't have time to dodge because you're so imposing. And then the lips hit like the corner of your mouth.
0: Hey, well, I can, I can, I can see a HR battle going on here. We all know. Everyone knows a lip kisser, and yes, you see him coming serious. and you go, oh, good <laughs> okay. Lord, here we go, and you, and you duck and you weave. And you, see, that's not for me. I'm, I'm more of a hair sniffer. I, do you know what I mean? I kind of sidle up and start <laughs> sniffing hair. I
3: suspected that, Mick. Uh, yeah, well,
0: well, <laughs> you, well you're, you're inches away from a good sniffing yourself, so you watch yourself. Um and occasionally I cup some boob. You know, it's just, I mean, where do you draw that's the it? line? It's said, said occasionally, okay? Like, the line is very
3: clear. It's <laughs> occasional. Can I be honest? I did love that about COVID is it got rid of all of those awkward scenarios. I, I love a cuddle, but I don't like strangers coming up for
1: a kiss. You, you wear gloves to work still. Like, I mean, come on.
0: You're, you're Mrs. Quarantine. <laughs> For special occasions, I'll, I'll go with a squirrel grip. He did you that know. when he met me. I he was? goes, G'day,
1: mate. Grab <laughs> me right in the
0: kags. G'day, g'day oh. big fella. Oh. I just I just did a bit of a stock take down there and just made sure everything was where it should Check be. Checked me, prostate. It was good. Uh, lip kissing. You know what? I reckon it used to be more popular. I yeah. Back in the like 70s your, like and 80s. Or swingers. Old. Yeah. Well. Yes. <laughs> The mafia still do it. I tell yes. you, what, if you get kissed on the lips <laughs> with the mafia, you're cooked. Good night. You are cooked. No lip kissing, people.
1: No, no, no. Oh, well you, Especially you, COVID. Nah. Give me that spray.
0: <laughs> what's this story you've brought to my attention? I, I, I love stories where people make a bit of a dick of themselves, and yep. we've all done it. Yep. Uh, and we'll get to you in a minute. Uh, the good people of Sydney, one triple three five three. But what's this boatie done, MG? Well, he's basically put
1: the bowser in the wrong hole. Um, <laughs> he's went to fill up his his car, yeah. and instead of filling up the car, he's actually put the the nozzle <laughs> into a hole that's on the boat. That's designed where, where, the, for your fishing where, rods. Where the fishing rod's supposed to go. So, five hundred and thirty six dollars later, and two hundred and thirty one
0: <laughs> wasted liters later. I can't believe he didn't ping earlier. I know. You can see there's cascading petrol all over the joint. Yeah. Oh, what?
1: I'm gonna say without without casting aspersions, he
0: might have been, you know, maybe what do you, what do you be, reckon, Uchi or something? I don't know what well, I wouldn't be beyond I wouldn't be on the Uchi Kuchi. I wouldn't be lighting a joint around that boat.
1: get <laughs> no. a bit of a shock when, the when you, whole thing went especially up. Your Jeez.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever made a dick of yourself like this guy? So, this, uh, can I give you one? Yes, that I did. Yes, uh, I'd had a couple. And anyway, I'd uh, at a pub. I was leaving. I called an Uber, and when it arrived, I got out and jumped in the back seat and told him the directions. And it wasn't the Uber; it was just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> <Just a kite. laughs> Pull up! He get out of my car! <laughs> he's he's jumped said, "You won't believe what
1: just happened to me." Mick Malloy jumped in the back of my car and said, "So, Saint Kilda,
0: well, that happens." You know what you do often see at petrol pumps? You see a car driving down the road with the petrol pump still coming out of the... That's right. they have just driven off and yeah, forgotten to do it. Have you ever... Uh, I did about 15 or so years this ago. This could go on a while, people. I
1: was, I was honest. <laughs> when do you want me to start? I could... Uh, I, I got a hire car and I was with my wife and I think three of our kids at the time, maybe. So they're only young. Um, I filled the car up and about 15 k's in, or not even that, 10 k's into our voyage. I think we'll probably go in one of the, you know, the theme parks. Oh, I don't know the, where the, this is the, going. The car's capulted. It just went, Wit.
0: You haven't done
1: it. Yeah, I did. I put unleaded into a diesel. Mate. That is. It even had diesel on the frigging cap. Diesel, oh, petrol, on and so I still didn't know what was going on. Maybe I was that other, this, me, maybe me and this bike are
0: re- related. I don't know. <laughs> How confusing is it sometimes when you don't know, when you're driving a foreign car or one you don't know and you, you can't work out which side of the petrol caps on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have five attempts to in a petrol station, but you, I'll, I'll give, <laughs> and they will back it in. I'll Hang give, on, now it's still not there. there.
1: There is a hack, but there is a hack on every car. I didn't know this until about five years ago. Right. On your fuel gauge, there's an arrow yep. on either side, which tells you which side you put the petrol in.
0: Shut up. Yes.
1: Mm. No. Everyone. Yep. That's a hack. In How long car. has this been going on? That's yes. Apparently
0: forever. But only three, five <laughs> years ago as well. <laughs> One triple three five three. give us a call if you made a bit of a dick of yourself uh, like this bloke. Mel's on the line. Mel, uh, who made a dick of themselves?
3: Oh, that would be my mum. What'd she do? Well, my sister and I uh, went out to say goodbye to her. We were on our way to school and we locked the back door by accident. It was just habit because we had a dog. And so we locked Mum out, and um, she met us up at the bus stop, in her pyjamas, hair in rollers, <laughs> wanting the key to the house, and across the road was one of her students, because she was a teacher. So everyone at her school knew that she was at the bus stop in
0: her pyjamas. Great. That's what we're talking <laughs> exactly. about. Getting locked out and you're in your PJs is not bad. Who was the host of, Ch- of uh, Current Affair? No, didn't she, Tracy? Tracy Trace- Grimshaw. Grimshaw. Tracy Grimshaw. Yeah, I Tra- think. I, Natasha Belling swears this. Story yeah. is true. Natasha <laughs> t- 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 <laughs> t- about <laughs> it. <laughs> I wonder if it was the type of PJ the, the
1: PJs that my my mother wears, like the ninety. Or was it like? I, wonder what I
0: don't know. But to, but Tracy Grimshaw at the Logies, the story goes, I uh, may have had a couple. <laughs> I don't know. But went thought she got up in the middle of the night. Thought she's going to the bathroom. <gasps> And, and went out the front, went out the hotel door, <laughs> and was standing naked in the oh, in, 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 yeah. in the corridor, oh. waiting to get in. I'll get Tasha. Yeah, the yeah, yeah it's it's story. T- she t- t- loves the fact that I referenced her. Yeah, Tasha Belling <laughs> has raced into the studio to confirm the story Have I raced that it? she broke. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, to confirm that Tracy Grimshaw did, in fact. Uh, end up nude in the corridor after the Logies.
3: You've thrown me under a massive bus.
0: Yep. You, you did run around very, very quickly. <laughs> can you confirm why, why it's not in the news section? I don't know. Yeah, I know. But can Forget you confirm China. it's true?
3: It is true. Uh, Tracy Grimshaw broke her silence a couple of years ago about it. Uh, she actually said that it happened in 1998 at the Logies. For a long time, she said she didn't want to talk about it because she was horrified. She got drunk because that's what everyone does at the Logies and she raced back to her room at three o'clock in the morning thinking the girls from hair and makeup were about to get in there to do a makeup for the Today Show. She pulled a dress off, ripped the jewellery off and raced in to have a shower before they arrived. But in her tight and emotional state, she got a bit confused and she thought the
1: bathroom door
3: (laughs) was the front door. And so literally she thought she was going to the bathroom and then she was in the hallway completely
1: naked. um, In my estimation, she goes up another level. She's another level up today.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm sure uh, these people queued up to chat to us now have done something just as dicky. Hema, what happened? Um, year 11 ski trip a
2: very long time ago, Yeah, I um, nearly fell off the cliff, like went under barricades. Don't ask me how, I still can't oh. figure it out. I uh, put my boots on the wrong feet, but the most exciting part was that we were being taught how to go over the little jumps. You know, the little Milo kids can go over? Yep. Went over... Somehow stuffed it, cracked the back of my head on the thing, knocked myself clean like I was out cold, sliding down. Next thing I wake up and there's my beautiful Canadian instructor standing over me going, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm you like, did oh,
0: it deliberately, okay. Emma. <laughs> you knew what <laughs> you were doing. <laughs> All right, uh, that got the ball rolling. Well done, Emma. Deb's on the line. Deb, uh, made a dick of yourself? I actually
3: wasn't there. It was my sister.
0: What was she doing?
3: Um, you know how you've got the dipstick and the oil yeah. filter up the oil hole? and um, She actually got a little funnel from the kitchen and started filling it up in the dipstick. <sighs> so needless to say, the funnel wasn't good enough because it started spilling over the top all over the engine. <laughs> so when she started up the engine and it started cooking... Um,
1: it was black smoke, just oh. everywhere,
0: it was so rotten. Oh, she should go out with this boaty. <laughs> yeah. they, they, they should go on a boating weekend for two of them, see how far they can get. Thanks, Deb. and head. Here we go. <laughs> uh, John, John, what, uh, who's, do you make a dig of yourself? Yeah, 100%, mate. <laughs> What'd you do, <laughs> Johnny? Oh, mate, I was in Las Vegas for a week of uh, partying and then I had to go to the uh, New Orleans for the Mardi Gras and on the way... The plane stopped at Fort Worth, and I really needed a sandwich and a packet of durries. I got me sandwich and a drink, and I was running to make the line to get the cigarettes. And I splattered myself against the glass. Oh, oh I love that. that. People <laughs> I splattered on the glass, didn't get me smokes, lost me. Oh, family. mate. A... <laughs> I'm guessing you weren't a diplomatic envoy, were you there? You've gone from Vegas to Cancun. Where was he going? To, to uh,
1: Memphis. Memphis.
0: Memphis. <laughs> Uh, There's a story that came across my desk, and it's making me laugh. I don't know why. Uh, A New York man heading off on a dream holiday to Sydney, Australia to take a cruise got the shock of his life when he looked out the plane window to see snow-capped mountains rather than the golden sands of Bondi Beach. Uh Here he says, I quote, I saw a mountaintop covered in white snow. At that point, I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) Kingsley Burnett, 62, told local TV channel, after he realised he'd booked and caught a flight to the tiny Montana city of Sydney oh. rather than the Australian city. That is a big faux pas on your travel. Yeah. You couldn't have got it worse. So he's done his cruise in, he's done his Australian once in a lifetime holiday. <laughs> he's sitting on <in> a mountain. <laughs> In, in Montana. Montana. <laughs> they spelt Sydney wrong. So, s- is Sydney is S Y D, of course, and Sydney, Montana is S I D. Still, it's a f- it's, still a f- it's, com- uh, it's confusing. It's a real long
1: way from each other, Sydney and, and Montana. This bloke's, you know. He's, well, he's just got a name was he, wrong. Was he was said he drunk? Sydney.
0: I want to go to Sydney. Was he drunk? So, that's possibly. <laughs> but that's why you need a name that's <laughs> for a town that's unique yes. and a one off. Yes. That way. We can make sure this never happens again. You know, you have your Sydney, that Sydney, this. There'll be five Sydneys in the world, yeah. and someone's going to make the mistake. But that's if right. you've got a a name like Bumpass, Virginia, oh. <laughs> I swear that's a true it's place. A... I stop making... oh, You like that one, cat? I love it. Bumpass, <laughs> Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yeah, now, idea. if you're booking a holiday to Intercourse, Pennsylvania, <laughs> you're going to have fun. You're not going to go. Oh no, I've booked the wrong Intercourse. I'm I'm at (laughs) Intercourse
1: Holland. Do you quickly know that being in Sydney now, there's a great place where I played junior rugby league for this club for one season Mm. and spent my younger years at their RSL.
0: It's called Rooty Hill. Mm. (laughs) And you know? Every time we hear that in Melbourne, we still snigger. I'm sure you're over it up here. Rooty Hill. But down there, um, there's a place called Fucking in (laughs) in, in Austria. I'm sorry, that's the (gasps) name of the town. Okay, wait there. Someone's just walked in. Oh, my God. She's got a name. Is what? that too late? Yeah, too... that's way too late. <laughs> hey, hang on. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, ah, what? Then they, oh, hi. Welcome aboard, Tush. Uh, we're telling you the name of the town. We're yeah. not mucking around. What? Um I, I'm not mucking around too, and I tell you I'd like to go to Gobbler's Knob. in uh, <laughs> Who's Gobbler? In, in, in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know
1: what? On our trip
0: there, let's stop at Muff in Ireland. <laughs> okay. No, see, uh, too rough. No, Muff, as, too tough. like... <laughs> <laughs> Those on the way back, can we just drop in and see some friends in Dildo, Canada? <laughs> yes. Again, Dying, people, Dying, people Dying, 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 these, these are real. Names. Well, no, you know, Tash, s- give us your name. Welcome aboard, Tash. You Miss, stayed somewhere. <laughs> where did you Miss stay? Innocent? This could be a career <laughs> ender. Yes. Watch this. Here we go.
3: And look at the joy on both of your pl- yeah. uh,
0: faces. We can't okay, wait. I, I don't
3: know what Am I allowed yes, to say you it? Yes, you're allowed to are. say it
0: because it's the name of a place. It's
3: liberating. I'm really excited. Yeah. I went to New Zealand. Yes. And I went to Fuck a Papa.
0: Oh! And yeah, but where'd you stay? Hello.
1: The is i just call him Papa. I told you we dragged you down to our level eventually. <laughs> and, I I it one one and I think you like it. So I
3: didn't believe it. And I went into the petrol station and said to the guy, <laughs> Excuse me, the way that you spe- spell this town is W H A K A P A P A. Can you tell me what it is? And he said, Yeah, darling, it's fucking it, Papa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to isolate that. And that's going to be my ringtone. <laughs> that's going to be fucking <laughs> like papa. Oh, we better get out of here.
2: Let's celebrate another week that was with Mick and MG. And let's start with Andy Lee, who exposed MG with some questions from his TV show The Hundred.
4: What percentage of Australians have married or hooked up with a relative? Ooh. Okay, are we talking... Of Does this going to Tasmania? Is
0: Tasmania? Which state? Under. <laughs> I stay on the
4: record, you can legally marry your first cousin in Australia. Yeah, I know you can. I'm well, going to say, I'm
1: say I'm said, so, <laughs> <laughs> my first ever proper kiss was with my cousin. Really? Oh, okay. Four to
4: about three, uh, you about want... four years a age. So, so you're, one of, you're one of the people. Yes.
2: <laughs> then Mick made a dick of himself ordering an Uber.
0: I'd had a couple at a pub I was leaving I called an Uber and when it arrived I got out and jumped in the back seat, told him the directions and it wasn't the Uber. It was just a car. <laughs> <Just a> <laughs> <laughs> Pull up, he get out of my car. <laughs> <Get> out, <laughs> He's just from out my car. Car. said, you won't believe what just
1: happened to me. Mick Malloy's jumped in the back of my car and said, "So a St Kilda. That happens.
2: We also shared some stories of some of the great tight asses.
1: There's a famous one in rugby league, the great Gary Jack. There's a story of him in the 80s Playing for Balmain and he had a mate who worked on the Harbour Bridge. So he finished at four thirty-five in the afternoon. His mate didn't get on the toll till yeah. about seven o'clock at night. but He weighed around because he, he, he lived in the Gong. Avoided <laughs> fifty cents each way <laughs> toll. What a titan! That sport. is Jake, unbelievable. Yeah, great man. I went on
2: a first date, oh, we and go. we had a tapas. So there was a couple of small dishes, and at the end, he itemised everything and went, "I didn't. I don't eat chorizo, so that tapas is oh, for you." Wow. <laughs> and you had a wine, and I
0: didn't. It was unreal. Yeah, yeah. well, you're getting nothing tonight. How about that?
2: (laughs) He took me out for Valentine's dinner, and I ordered, and then he asked the waitress to bring an extra knife and fork. (laughs) So he ate off my (laughs) plate. My dad's such a tight arse. When my kid was four years old, uh, he made him a Devon sandwich with a bit of tomato sauce. He didn't eat the sandwich, so Dad washed the tomato sauce off and hung the Devon over the drying rack. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> it appears Prince Harry sounded a bit raunchy in his audiobook. He
1: treated me not unlike a young stallion. Quick ride, after which he'd smacked my rump and sent me off to graze. Slow down. One of many things about it that were wrong. You happened
0: in a grassy field behind a busy pub. Oh. <laughs> I think it's a great thing that someone from that family is choosing older women.
2: <laughs> then Mick told us when he finally realised he needed a mobile phone.
0: The old pub phone had it got to the point where the phone used to ring and it was for me. <laughs> Nick, for you, mate. <laughs> and I knew I'd gone too far when my mail started arriving there.
2: <laughs> we towed the line but had a real giggle at the most controversial town
0: names. Bumpass, Virginia. Oh. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. Rooty <laughs> Hill. There's a place called Fucking oh, in, uh, in Austria. I'm sorry, that's the oh. name of the town. I'd like to go to Gobbler's Knob. In, uh, Who's Gobbler? In, in, in ah. Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: On our trip
0: there. Where are you go? Where are you let's, let's it off? stop at Muff in Ireland. <laughs> long as on the way back, can we just drop in and see some friends in Dildo, Canada? Yes. One lucky prize winner today could win a trip to Twat, Scotland. Oh, yes. But we might send one lucky listener to Middlefart, Denmark. (laughs) I'm going there. No, I'd rather send them to Two Mile Bottom. (laughs)
2: <laughs> then Tash almost lost us our radio licence. I don't know what am I allowed yes, to say. Yes, you're it? To say it
0: because it's the name of a place. Yeah. I went
3: to New Zealand
0: yep. Yes, and I went
3: to Fuck-a-Papa.
0: <laughs> yeah, but where'd you stay? Hello! <laughs> I told you we dragged drag you down to our level eventually.
3: I went into the petrol station and said to the guy, excuse me, the way that you spell this town is W-H-A-K-A-P-A-P-A. And he said, yeah, darling, it's Fuck-a-Papa. <laughs>
0: I'm going to isolate that. And that's going to be my ringtone.
2: Mick wanted some more innovation from a woman that breastfed her husband. My boobs are,
0: like, on fire. I mean, she could at least put some in his coffee. He could have warmed it up. Oh. Put some Kahlua in my mouth <laughs> some, Or some Baileys. <laughs> some Baileys. Yeah. Maybe some tea Maria. How are you taking yeah. your breast milk? With a shot of Kahlua,
2: please. <laughs> we chatted about the goat of all sports after LeBron made history.
1: Championships. LeBron's won four. MJ's won six. I'd like to put
0: Phil Smythe into that conversation too. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> what a great, what a, what a great comb player. Over. He's the
0: goat when it comes to athletes with comb-overs. By the way, I think uh, in terms of teams, you have to recognise the Harlem Globetrotters. They never, <laughs> <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never once lost to the Washington Generals. I mean, that is a 100% record. What a what. A they're, they're under the radar, I tell you what.
2: And finally, Mick decided to help MG out with his fear of flying. Some
0: research has been done to identify the safest seats on an aeroplane.
1: Is there any such data as a safe seat in a plane? I don't think so. If it's going down, you're gone. And I don't like talking about this when I'm about to job on a plane or to go to Perth either. I'm a bad flyer. But, by
0: the way, I've got a really bad feeling about that flight. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh
1: Mick. you're a buffoon! You, you know what? There's nothing in a couple of vodka. There's nothing in a couple of vodkas won't help.
0: <laughs> Mate, you. You'll be right. Just try and break Booty's
1: record. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was another week that was with Mick and MG in the morning on Triple M Sydney.